Bow wow, poon hounds, it's your deviant Uncle Oddball. And tonight I'm hosting the Hideout Mixtape, uh, because F.A. and Dubs are on vacation. Uh, first up, we're having a segment where Dubs uh, gets a, a voicemail from an angry cab driver. Let's see how this goes. This is the Hideout Mixtape on 106.7 WJFK. Okay, here we go. So, Dubs, you actually were out and about in East Lansing when you went home on vacation, you and your chick, and uh, tell me about the vacay. It was good. Um, the first night we're back there in East Lansing, we go out to a bar. We're going to get very, very drunk, so we call a cab. So you already knew that you were going to get wasted, yeah. much like people that are planning tonight, New Year's Eve. You planned ahead. I'm going to get drunk, so I need to go ahead and take the cab and not take the BMW X3. Yeah, and uh, when we called the cab, it was about 8 o'clock. 9 o'clock rolls around, no cab to be found. We called them, we called them, we called them. They're like, it's on its way, it's on its way. Screw these guys. We called another cab company. They said, all right, we'll be there in, uh, in 20 minutes. Right after I hung up the phone, the, other, the cab that we've been waiting for for an hour pulled up. I'm like, I'm not going through this again where I'm waiting another hour and this other cab doesn't show up. Mm-hmm. So we jump in the cab, leave the other cab behind. We show, the guy shows up. We aren't there. So he gives me a phone call. Actually, he called me once. I didn't know who it was, so I answered it. I'm like, hello? He's like, yeah, this is blah, blah, blah from uh, blah, 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 taxi. Uh, I'm like, hello? Hello? Act like I couldn't hear him, and I just hung up the phone. So oh, it, all right, so you actually heard that it was due from the other cab yeah. service, and you just hung up because you didn't want to deal with it. Yeah. So <laughs> That's a dick move, bro. He calls back ten seconds later and leaves this message. All right, here it is. Hi, you've reached Justin and Krista. Please leave you with your message. chick, right? First saved message. Received December 20th at 9.46 p.m. Justin and Krista, I'm going to leave you a message. You're probably not going to want to f- here. You just called a cab for me 15 f- minutes ago. I told you I'd be here in 20. I get here, and I'm pretty sure it was you pulling out of the f- driveway as I'm pulling in. Next time, pick up your phone, Justin and Krista, and call back the same exact number you just called 15 minutes before that, and cancel if you don't want that. I don't get paid by the hour. It's the Christmas season. I'm out here driving a cab that I have to pay for at the end of the night, Justin and Krista, you little twerp. If I met you right here face-to-face, I'd slap the out of you, Justin. I have to pay for this gas to come all the way out here. So next time, please, pretty piece, please, with a cherry on top, call back and cancel. And I hope you get pulled over for drinking and driving tonight, asshole. To send a reply message, press 2. To erase, press 7. To save, press 9. Message saved. Yeah, you got to save that one. That one's uh, got to be go- saved forever. That goes to the archives right there. Wow. All right. I now, got, the thing is, I got a few issues with this, but go ahead. The thing is, he owns the cab company, so I couldn't call like his boss and bitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this guy is the boss. And does he think that that would be good business? I don't care if someone's stiffy or not. He drove, literally. The, the place where he goes out of is about six miles away from where he he had to pick us up at. So he wasn't going way out of the way like he's making it out to be. 
All right. The thing is, this was probably a busy what Saturday night, Friday night. It was. It wasn't that busy out there. They were on. Everybody was on Christmas vacation. Everybody at Michigan State University. Yeah. I honestly think that was a dick move. Oh, no, it was definitely a dick move. <laughs> because but because had, he called you at first and he answered and pretended like you couldn't hear him and like the cell phone was breaking up. <laughs> so then you hang up. Just so that, and apparently what he's saying is that as he was pulling up to pick you up from where you were, I think was, you were pulling off in I, another cab. I think he was mistaken there because there's no way because I, it was literally the second that I hung up with him to order the cab, the other cab pulled up. So there's no way he could have seen us pull out. You realize, dude, you pulled one of the, maybe the all-time dick moves ever. It happens all the time, people, especially in a college town. You don't think people stiff cabs all the time out there? So do you think that that was his M.O., that he's, you know, he's, he's going to start calling people back and that's like his abusive way to not have people, like, start running that scam on him or what? There's, there was no scam there. I mean, could you imagine, though? Let's think about this for a second. Let's say you called a pizza place and they didn't show up for 45 minutes. All right, and they said they were going to be there in 20 minutes or something. And then you decide you're going to go ahead and call Pizza Hut. You're well, still, aren't you still going to have to pay for that second pizza even though it arrives? That would be stupid because the, 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 you'd still be there when our pizza arrived. If you aren't there, you don't have to pay for anything. I'm not there anymore. Why would I have to pay for anything? The, the thing is, I, I consider it a race. I've done this before. I call both cab companies. First one to show up gets my money. No. If you're late. You're out of money. You're out of luck. Do you I, really? I've done it many times because, especially in East Lansing, the cab companies are so slow. So well, I'm sure. I mean, that's anywhere. Any cab, you know, person that it, it's ridiculous when you when they say 15 minutes and you wait an hour. You know, and it happens all the time. And I figured it would probably happen with this one. So too. this is your normal thing that you do. You'll I've call done, both cab companies. I've done it a number of times. Do you do these things in like in other parts of life as well? I mean, should you really do this if you're doing something with pizza? Say, all right, whoever gets the pizza here first is the one that's going to get the money, and the other no, one has to go home. Because that's ridiculous, because you'd still be there and have to deal with it face-to-face. -face. If I don't have to deal with it face-to-face, -face, no harm, no foul. Well, here's the thing. They have my phone number, but they can call me all the time. Leave messages like that. i got show prep all week. <laughs> now, wait a second, though. Didn't you call the dude back? Yeah, I called him back, and he was screaming at me. I, I can't even make out what he was saying, because I was already drinking a little bit. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> I asked him, hey, do you mind if I use this on air at WJFK? He's like, you can do whatever the F you want with it. <laughs> Hung up the phone. Uh, Rally, is that the name? Yes. Hey, welcome welcome in the hideout, babe. What's up? Hey, the guy who dissed the cab. I was just wrong. That, Don't you know, deal with it. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. If My name's J-Dub still, or Justin. Would you... <laughs> Not the guy. Hey, hold on, Dubs. Sorry, Justin. <laughs> Thank you. Dubs. Listen, if you had your own company and you weren't spoiled, as you apparently are, you'd worry about what other people have to do. That guy's out there trying to make a living. He he did not take another call and didn't get another fare because he's out there running around picking you up. He, he was pick five minutes away. Pick up the phone and call him. Stop Re being a spoiled brat. Hey, really, what do you... Pick up the phone and call him. What do you, what do you Why do you do? keep on repeating the same things over Stop. again? Stop. Be Stop. nice to him. Don't listen. I, I heard you. I heard you. Rally, what do you do for a living? Sip. Yeah, I'm in banking. Okay. And so you you really wouldn't be able to equate to that, uh, any situation that you've had at your I job? I would. Yes, I would. Oh, give me that story. She works for a Robin Tug. If you own your own business and you're out there trying to earn a living and he's coming out there to pick you up 
you know, have the common courtesy to call the guy back and say, hey, I got another cab. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's, yeah, I, I'm with you, really. I completely think Dubs did the absolute wrong thing that's possible. Thank yeah, and then he doesn't even have the nads to tell the guy when he calls. He doesn't say, oh, sorry, guy. No, because yeah. I didn't want to deal with it. Yeah, he's a wuss, man. I am. I'm a pansy. I don't, I don't like dealing with confrontation, just like why we hung up on you. Thank, thank you for the phone call. She's right, though. You working at Big Cheese. You work I've at been stiff many times. I've never called up that pissed off. It actually gave me great pleasure that I ruined his day like that. You, if you were working at Big Cheese and somebody called you at Big Cheese and somebody over at Pizza Hut doing, come here first, whoever gets here first gets my money, what would you do? I'd be there and lickety split. <laughs> you know what? We give good tips and for so, whoever gets there first, too. That doesn't justify it. It justifies it in my head. You're in my leaving, head, I'm fine. You're leaving some other poor you know what? out to dry, man. I slept fine that night. I slept beautifully. John, welcome into the hideout. Yeah, I agree with the last caller. He's wrong, and he's just a coward for that shit. I am. Yeah. Well, then, why, then what's the fight about? What's the fight about? If I agree with you, why are you calling me? There's no fighting. The big thing is what I see here, though, is you'll ditch on the cab driver because you don't have to see him. Exactly. But you're, but you're afraid of the pizza guy, so you would have paid him, too. Exactly. I'm a coward. So why are you calling and disputing me? Will you, you stop being a dick to these people? No, I, no. You know what, John? That's actually that's a great point. John, John asked. That's the point we've made every time. No, he no. he asked why. He because asked, I'm I'm a pansy. That's it. No, no, it's not nothing to do with a pansy. It's being it's inconsiderate and rude. I mean, I'm in a business where people do that to me too, but it's just you're not taking any account for anybody else's time. I Dubs to me is one of the most selfish people ever. In fact. Let me let me tell you a little story about Dubs. Dubs decides he's going to drop off his little punk-ass fish, Christopher Reeves, over at my place. And so I take care of Christopher Reeves for what? A week? Yeah. And you've been back for how long? Uh, Three, four days? Yeah. And you refuse to drive your ass up to Silver Spring from Alexandria to get no, your oh, fish no, that no, I've been making. Oh, no, no, no. The yes. thing is, our schedules haven't matched it. You've got a family in town. You guys, you guys have been running around doing your thing. No, don't. And it's a fish. Don't it's put that fish. on my. Don't put that on my cousin Sam, oh, who's in town. I'm, I'm in sorry. Fact, I'm sorry. It's a lot of weight on your shoulders feeding a fish. In fact, Sammy had to carry the damn fish as we're driving down just to drop it off here in studio. In fact, if you were a real man, you'd let us kill that fish on the. Air. Why? Because to to show to people that you are considerate for the feelings of others, because that's what me and Sammy want. You guys want to kill the fish? Yes. Why? Because I don't see the point of it. To have you prove that you love us and that you consider it. <laughs> I have to sacrifice my uh, fish <laughs> to the to the El Jefe guides? I don't think so. Christopher's a good fish. Scott, welcome in the high out. Beautiful baby. Yeah, man, I'm a cab driver for Prince William County. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's the worst thing. I'm also a dispatcher. You know, some guys out there driving to your house, wasting his money. Mm -hmm. wasting his it was money five minutes there. away. But you don't, and the guy even said that in the voicemail, dude. He's like, he's, it doesn't, you it have doesn't. to pay for that out of your own pocket, right? The gas money and stuff? We have to pay for the gas money and the renting of the cab. But would you call someone and leave that kind of message? You can yeah. call and leave a disapproval message, but that's just unprofessional. Well, it is unprofessional to call and leave the message. However, it's also unconsiderate to... Call, not not call him and tell him that you have a ride. Especially when the dude called you and said, "Hey, I'm on my way," and you act like it's cutting out and you <laughs> hang up on him. 
You're the biggest bitch in the it's world. Funny. He thinks it's funny. Thank you, what, Scott. No, you, I, you deal with I it. I think it's horrible. You're, you're laughing, you, though. You knew he was... Um, what am I laughing about? First of all, I think Hefe's funny, but... Uh, <laughs> Thank you. Dubs, I like Scott. Dubs, I used to love you, man, but now you've just lost me, baby. Hey, I mean, I, I love Scott, you on the show. I'm a religious listener. Hold on, this is what I'd like to do, Scott. Is it all possible that you could come up here and punch Stubbs in the back of the neck for all cab drivers in the United States? Uh, I'll be up there. I know where Main Street is. Yes! Let him, let him slap God, him in the back of the neck. I got three hours to rush, baby. What do you think, Dubs? Can he come he up here and slap you? Maybe on another night, but tonight, New Year's Eve, what he has... He, he has people to drive so they don't they're driving drunk tonight. You have a you have a more you have a more important job to do tonight, my friend. I can take a flare shot from you now? Yeah. Alright, don't worry about it, Scott. Have a good holiday though, bro. Hey, yeah, hey, thanks a lot, big fan, you oh, Wow. You're such a douche. That seriously is the worst thing ever. I'm very disappointed in it. Worse than the Holocaust. Come on, what are you being all like that for? Of course not. Why are you saying that? That, that, that no say it's the worst thing ever. That you've done a lot. Of, you've done a lot of crappy things too. You don't realize you're. You, I can't believe because you're in the service industry. You worked at Big Cheese Pizza. You worked at the Holiday Inn. You worked at all these places where you serve people. And I can't believe it happens all the time. Stuff happens all the time. Adam, welcome into the hideout. Suck it up. Hey, what's up? Hey, tell them on your side, man. Fine. Really. really? Yeah, I uh, I work downtown every day. I drive from job site to job site. I got them SOBs cutting me off. I got them running. I've had them running my truck three times trying to get to a job site. Uh, I, I, I'd rather stiff them. I, I'd rather, I like to run them off the road and knock them right in the river. <laughs> All right. Well, now, well, he he's a sensible guy. No. <laughs> No. I can see where he's coming from. Wait a second, though. All right, there's a, there's, there's a difference. We can all agree that cabbies usually aren't great drivers, especially in the city. All right, we can agree on that. But that's not. That's still. We're talking. We're getting beyond that. We're talking about stiffing somebody and having these races where I'm going to call multiple companies, and the first one who gets here gets my business, and the other three who probably put off other fares are left out in the cold. But you know that is capitalism. It is. I mean, that's capitalism at its finest. I mean, Survival of the fittest, my friends. To me, wow. You know, Dick Cheney would think you're a good American. God bless him. That's the Halliburton way of doing things. <laughs> Rich, welcome to the hideout. I definitely disagree with what J-Dubs did. He could have given a little bit of a courtesy phone call, and now I just think he's an effing piece of crap. Thank you. And you're right. I can't argue with that. Nick, we're in the hideout. Hey, guys. What's up, brother? Um, you know, I, I, I listened to uh, J Dubs when he did his little solo night a couple weeks ago. <laughs> I stiffed the company on that run too. <laughs> and, and you know the thing, you know, that's the thing. You know, the thing is, is that you know, I worked in radio. I actually worked for your for JFK briefly uh, oh, years back, and uh, cool. you know, I always, you know, I didn't want to say anything because you know the guy's working hard, and it's a tough industry. And I realized you got to get, you know, sharpen your uh, your act somehow. You got to get your practice in, but. Uh, after this pussy ass story he told <laughs> about stiffing the, the cab, I I gotta let loose. You sucked. You sucked. <laughs> it was awful. All right. Oh, hey, who who works here? Scoreboard bitch. <laughs> All right. Well, there it is. J Dub's the good American. Speaking of cabs, um, as we kind of bring this round full circle. <laughs> 
such, you're so awful. I missed you so much. Show prep. Show prep. Let's play the voicemail one more time. We'll go to break. <laughs> okay. And we'll bring in some buddies. Hi, you've reached Justin and Krista. Please leave us a message. First saved message. Received December 20th at 9.46 p.m. Justin and Krista, I'm going to leave you a message that you're probably not going to want to f***ing hear. You just called a cab for me 15 f***ing minutes ago. I told you I'd be here in 20. I get here, and I'm pretty sure it was you pulling out of the driveway Wrong. as I'm pulling in. Next time, pick up your phone, Justin and Krista. No. And call back the same exact number you just called 15 minutes before that. No. And cancel if you don't want to. Yeah. Don't want to. I don't get paid by the hour. You should. It's the Christmas season. Not my fault. I'm out here driving a cab that I have to pay for at the end of the night. Loser in life. And Krista. Don't mind me. Twerp. Yeah. If I met you Who's right here face to face, I'd slap the f*** out of you. Justin. Wait a second. That is cool, though. At least he's not going to slap Krista. Yeah. He doesn't, I, I, he doesn't believe in hitting women. I do <laughs> like him for that. I did notice that. God bless him. I have to pay for this gas to come all the way out here. What? So next time, please, pretty piece, please, with a f***ing cherry on top, call back to cancel. And I hope you get pulled over for drinking and driving tonight, Abby. To send a reply message, press 2. To erase, press 7. To save, press 9. Yoink. Message saved. All right, there it is, J-Dubs, back. So we'll take this break. We'll come back. Uh, it's the hideout. Bow wow, food hounds. It's your deviant uncle oddball. We're hosting the hideout mixtape tonight. F.A. and J-Dubs are on vacation. And tonight we have uh, another episode where uh, Hefe, this is from back in the old Saturday night shows, uh, Hefe is supposed to have been here on time for the show that night, uh, which started about 7 p.m., but he was late because his car was towed. And as you can imagine, he's quite livid. The question is, is he justified in his anger, or was the towing company right? Why is towing a car legal? Why is that not some sort of felony or misdemeanor because when it comes right down to it, J-Dubs, when it comes right down to it, it's stealing. The towing of a vehicle is stealing it and then holding it for ransom. Face value, yes, you're right, you know. But I agree on some levels. Have you ever um, been to some place where you have a pass to park there and you see someone in your parking spot without that pass and they're just being an a-hole. They're just a happens in my place all the time. Happens in my place all the time. And as a matter of fact, I get around it. I'm able to deal with it. I'll park on the street. I don't say anything, Dubs. And I want to. I want to talk about where I live so bad. Except for the fact that there are some stalkers <laughs> that would then go knocking on every single one of the houses. Not to say that I'm insane, but I know it's true because somebody's already broken into my house to steal my shirt, wear it, and then take it back and put it back in my closet. So let me tell you what Yeah, you're not crazy. You're not crazy at all. Let me tell you what happens. Okay. okay. All right, so I'm, I'm in a little pre-show routine that I like to do. I take mm -hmm. a little nap. Then I like to get up and go and get the blood flowing. And so I get up, and I, I go to the gym, and I like to run a mile, get the blood, you know, kicking. And I got a friend that's in town. And this friend who is in town has some health issues. And because my place is so poorly ventilated, uh, that person wanted to go buy a humidifier 
So I'm like, okay, that's cool. Tell you what, when I get back from the gym, why don't you uh, get dressed and you can go up to CVS and buy the humidifier yeah. while I shower and get ready to go. Okay, and this is about 5 o'clock this afternoon, two and a half hours ago, okay? So, and right out in front of my place, and I know there are going to be some dicks that are already in the call that are going to say, Hefe, you parked in a fire lane. <laughs> All right? I understand this. And it's right outside of my apartment. It's one of those situations where I parked right in front of my, my apartment so that I literally could run inside, let this person use my car to run up to CVS, and then go. So I run inside. I get inside. I park the car right out there. And um, as it ends up turning out, this person still needs to put on their shoes and put on their coat. Dubs, I'm telling you, I could not, we could not have been inside my apartment in Silver Spring for longer than five minutes. And so, you, so you're parked in a fire lane for five minutes in front of your own park, in, uh, in front of your own complex. Where I see people is, park there all the time. Is the uh, is the uh, complex where you parked? Is it right on the road, or is it actually in a? Um... It's on its own little street. Okay. So it's not even like it's blocking a fire hydrant. Yeah. It's right out in front where people parked to put to, to take their groceries inside. So you aren't parked on like the side of the road. No. So you're parking actually a parking lot, just in not a spot in the parking lot. Exactly. Okay. Okay, so here's what we're doing, all right? So I run inside, and I know I'm literally only in there for five minutes, because I, I watched this bit on Mad TV while my friend was getting dressed. Hilarious bit. Mad TV just doesn't get nearly the credit that it deserves. Yeah. It was a funny bit about TRL, and they did like a spoof on how MTV doesn't play songs anymore. It was a really funny bit. I'm like, oh, this is cool. Toward the end of the bit... My friend goes outside, ready to go to CVS. And I'm like, all right, time for me to hop in the shower. Well, the friend comes back and says, where's the car? I'm like, what do you mean, where's the car? It's right there out front. There's no car there. Wait a second. So I, I was getting undressed. I throw my stuff on. I walk outside. Five minutes later, my car's gone. So the car is completely gone. Now, two things run through your mind. Yeah. All right, because I don't live... Silver Spring isn't the ghetto. It's not Oxen Hill. It's not Southeast. It's not that. But it's not, you know, I've seen people have their, their, their glasses broken in. It, it's you know, not it's, out of the realm of possibilities for cars to get jacked there. Stuff happens everywhere. Exactly. Now, was it left out there running? No. Okay. And it was locked. And so I walk out there, and I'm like, holy Christ. And the first thing that enters into my mind, how am I going to get to the show? We got a radio show we got to come do. Yep. What the hell am I going to do? So my friends freaking out. You know, they're like, "Oh my god, I come to DC, your car gets stolen. What the hell? What kind of ghetto are we living in?" You know what I mean? I'm like, "Hey, cool out for a second. I'm I'm thinking rationally. I'm like, "All right, maybe it got towed." All right? Maybe it got towed. So I go and in my apartment complex, they have something. There's a there's a sign there that has one phone number if your car is towed. So I'm calling that. That number's disconnected. So then I'm like, I got to get to the station. I got to talk to Dobbs, you know. So I call you. I'm like, dude, and what did I say to you? You're like, I don't know if my car's been stolen or if it's been towed. I need a ride to the show. You live about, in normal traffic, a half hour away from me. And this is at 5 o'clock, a little after 5. On a Saturday. Yeah. Okay. So you're like, all right, cool. I'll be there in 30 minutes. Thank yep. you so much. None of these phone numbers work so I can call to get my car. And so then I, I finally find another phone number that I call, and I get a hold of these people. 
And so I get this chick on the phone. I'm like, hello, I need to find out if my car's been towed. She's like, where do you live? And I'm like, well, I, I live at so-and-so at so-and-so. She's like, okay, hold on. And so I'm holding on for a second, standing outside in the cold, shirtless, mind you, in Silver Spring. <laughs> you you were without a shirt? I was, because I told I'm telling you, I just got done working out, and I was about to take a shower. And so, and my car, dude, it's gone. So I'm running around Silver Spring, hairy back and all, looking for my car, all right? <laughs> you must have looked, looked like such trash. Yes, I did. And my dreads were down. <laughs> So you could see the bald spot. I swear to God, if a cop had pulled up, it'd have been straight out of cops, man. It would have been one of those situations. Would you have ran and hit underneath the uh, the uh, <laughs> the kiddie pool? No. <laughs> so um, so I'm like, it's finally she comes back. She's like, yeah, we towed it. Uh, we just towed it. And I'm like, what? I was like, I parked there for what literally would have been four or five minutes. And she's like, yeah, we fast, ain't we? What? I said, what, excuse me? She's like, we're fast. We can do it in like a minute or less. And so she's giving me attitude. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. You're going to sit here and give me attitude about this? And she was like, well, you know, you can come get your car. I'm like, where are you located? And she goes, the car's in Kensington, Maryland. I don't know where that is. I don't know how far that is from Silver Spring. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. You came and towed my car in less than 60 seconds and have taken it all the way to Kensington, Maryland? Why Why would someplace in Kensington, Maryland be in Silver Spring towing your car all the way out there? I don't understand it. It's because we get this crap apartment complex. 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. And if you've got towing stories or anything else... And you just signed a longer lease at this place not too long ago. I, I told you to move. I should have. I got bad credit, man. Separation and all. I don't know. I don't know. You know if some place is ever going to let me move in again. I got to stay where they're letting me live, stuck in the projects. So I'm like, and so she starts giving me more attitude. I go, "You're effed. You are effed. I've got an effing radio show, and you are effed." And then she hung up on me. So, can you release the name of the uh, towing company? Do you know it? I'm afraid to. Why? And you know why? Why? They still have my car. So? Who knows what they could do? Who? They can't do dick. I don't know if they can't do dick. What are they going to do? What if, I don't know, what if they bash out, what if they go in and they screw with the axles or something and say, hey, it happened during towing, sorry about that, asswipe, sucker. 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. I don't understand how towing is legal. I don't understand how it can happen in less than five minutes. And I don't understand why I have to pay $114 to get my car back. To me, this is thievery. This is stealing a vehicle and holding it for ransom. And here's the other thing, too. This is the reason why it really pisses me off. Because I drive in D.C. all the time. Yeah. I drive on yeah. 16th Street going to downtown, Connecticut Avenue. You see the cars parked there illegally when they're not supposed to be there. And you're like, Jesus Christ, where's the tow truck? Why aren't they getting the tow trucks and moving everything over and out so that traffic can get through? Instead, what this punk-ass mother effer must have been doing is scoping out places to pick something up easily. Because it was 5 o'clock. On a Saturday afternoon, he had to have seen me pull in and run in. And so what he does, he pulls right up in front of me, takes my car, and leaves. And so, leaves. So all this goes on in downtown D.C. Why aren't we so fast then? No, exactly. Why aren't we so fast at getting those cars off the road? It's so easy. 
It's so easy to do it in a parking lot, in a in an apartment complex at Saturday in the five o'clock in the afternoon, and you can't do it during rush hour. I want to cuss, dude. You don't know how bad I just want to say, "F you." Let's go to uh, Justin. Uh, actually, hold on there, Scott. Let me try this first. Justin, you got some advice? Welcome to the hideout, bro. How's it going? Well, horrible. What do you got yeah, for me? It sounds like I just got some advice on how to uh, deal with a tow truck on occasion. Okay. Okay. You know the situation where you're just like you're talking about, but say you come out before they've towed it, right? Mm-hmm. And the guy's now he's telling you you got to pay him like $35 or something so that he doesn't tow it from you. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Okay, jump in your car and start to drive away. He'll stand in front of you so you can't go anywhere. And the way you really shake him up, throw your car into neutral and just jam the gas so the engine just really revs real high. But is that nearly have a heart attack? It's the best way to deal with. <laughs> but that does, that almost sounds like threatening some sort of physical harm, though. Doesn't matter. No, they're they're no, trying no, to steal you. Don't your you don't need to hurt them. Just scare them a little bit. You know. Because they're going to they're gonna charge you the $35 no matter what. I don't think that's a bad idea because remember when we had a one, our one friend that used to sleep at the station all the time? Dave, yeah. Yeah, he, uh, he would fall asleep driving sometimes. And one of the things we always wanted to do to him, because he'd sleep out in his car a lot, we wanted to fool him into thinking that he was uh, falling asleep driving. So we, we, pulled, <laughs> we, we wanted to pull our car up right in front of it, turn the lights on, rev the engine, Push the horn and see if we can give this guy a heart attack because he was the most unhealthy 55-year-old guy you would ever see. All right, so but I don't know if we could do that to a, tr- a tow truck. Now I feel a little guilty. I'm so pissed, but I don't know, man. That's uh, good no. advice. Could we get in any kind of could we get in any kind of trouble, Justin? I don't think so. I've done it before. Justin, I've been towed way too many times to not do something like that. Where do you live? I'm Charlottesville, Virginia. I go to school at University of Virginia. Ah, uh, okay. Now, right. Justin, Justin does a, does something that I, I think is almost harmless. You know, you're just scaring the guy. If it was me, I, w- I would slice his Achilles heel. <laughs> I don't want to advocate, thank you for the call, Justin, any violence against tow truck drivers. I do want to say revolt. It's about time that you write your legislator or your congressperson or something and say, when are we going to start banning this legalized thievery of vehicles. And by the way, I, welcome Punani into the hideout. Good to see you, bro. Just hop. bring my pie? No, I didn't. Sorry. Damn. All right. No. Ken, Ken, you're a tow truck driver? Yeah. How does this... Do you guys get paid by yeah, every... By, wait a second. Wait a second. Okay. There's a, there's, there's a few companies out there that that's all they do. Okay. Okay. There's a lot of other companies out there that do road service work. And, you know, and that's true. And now you I know, feel bad. You know He's what? He's right. He's right. You know what? There should be a way to regulate this, though. No, it, is. Where... it is. It is regulated. Okay. I mean, it, but it, it seems and like a lot of times you guys have up, though. Do. And that guy who just called, mm-hmm. he's an idiot. Yeah, that doesn't sound very smart. I, oh. I was praising him like he's a genius. You know how much it costs? Huh? About $60,000. For what? The tow truck. The tow truck? So, yeah, yeah, you don't want to wreck a tow truck. Exactly. And what he's telling you to do could easily do that. Yeah, see, I, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not into that. I don't want to make the situation yeah. worse. Um, what's the situation? You, what's the worst situation you've ever been in where you've, you know, somebody's gotten pissed at you? Look, I pulled a gun. You can understand that, though, right? No. <laughs> I was so, I was so pissed, man. You know what I'm gonna do? You know what I did? What? 
I took the gun away from him beat, him to, beat the crap out of him. With. And that's what I'm afraid of, because a lot of these tow truck, tow truck drivers are tough dudes. And I'm sure the guy who did mine probably could have whooped my ass if he's able to rig it up in less than 60 seconds. Just don't take it personal. It's a job. These guys are doing it. Yeah, but... And they wouldn't be there if the, your apartment complex didn't want him to be there. Yeah, my apartment. I that but, all of that is true, and you're being too rational, Ken. Thank you for the phone The call. thing is, yeah, he, he is doing his job, but so are uh, people that, you know, sell crack to kids. Doesn't make it right. That's a job. We deregulated that, or we uh, we regulated that. You can't do that anymore. What's worse, towing a truck or giving crack to kids? Well, I know what's funner. <laughs> Halloween, welcome to the hideout. Hey, how you doing? What's up, baby? Uh, I don't have much information to offer you. Uh, the last caller kind of, you know, gave a little insight. But briefly this past summer, my husband got a part-time job with a tow truck company, a little low local company, and uh, they have contracts with apartment complexes to kind of scout and drive around every now and then. And anybody you see, you know, you get them. And these tow truck drivers are paid a lot of times on commission. I, so it's the amount of trucks, the amount of vehicles that they can get. And my husband was given a truck that was designed that all they had to do is just back up to it, boom, bump you, it, it grab the car, and they were gone. You know what, what might rectify this whole situation? Why do you put a commission on something that they can, or, or I'm just going to tow whoever is, you know, parked one foot away from the goddamn uh, curb, and, you know, and that, something that really doesn't matter, but they're towing people for it just because they get commission on it. There should be some way where they can get paid, you know, as a normal job instead of how, how, yeah, how big of an a-hole they can be. Look, my husband did this for about a week, and he said it was absolutely making him sick to have to deal with the paperwork at the end of the day, and these people are coming to you. Sometimes it's mothers with kids, and, you know, you inconvenience their entire day only to make this, you know, X amount of dollars per, you know, per pop. So he left. He left after a week. He said I couldn't do it. He said, Plus, he didn't want somebody pulling a gun on him like that last call. Exactly. Thank you, Halloween. Who's dirtier in the, in the world of, of, of working? Crack dealers? Tow truck drivers or radio salespeople? 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. Tisha or the guy who towed my truck? I'll give you two seconds. Tisha. <laughs> uh, let's go to Travis. Travis, welcome to the hideout. Yeah, I'm actually, I just started working for the devil. Did you? Oh, so you're towing trucks now. How do you feel about yourself? You well, feel no, dirty? no, I don't tow. Um, I, I actually worked for a restaurant in Arlington, mm -hmm. and uh, they had all these problems with people parking in their their lot and going other places. So the the owners started making me work for the tow company, and I sit as a spotter. <sighs> you know what? What happened to you? You probably there's a spotter there. I I, I, I go to Nova and. I, I get twenty dollars an hour to sit in a car. You know what, Travis? I've been that a hole before too. Have you really? Yeah. Um. I. Uh, Thanks, Trav. We. Uh. I used to live in East Lansing with my girlfriend, and we, uh, her, our other roommate was a manager, one of the managers of this apartment complex. And seriously, people would park in this place all the time to go to Michigan State University because it's right off campus, and they'd be able to walk to their classes. So seriously, we had no place to park. Well, let me and so I took great pleasure in walking around. Yep, here you go. I ruined your day. I ruined your day. I ruined your day. That's what I'm saying. And I'm just laughing the whole time. Now, let me tell you, I, this is my second time I've had my car towed since I've been in D.C. The first time, and I'm probably giving a, wa a lot away as to where I live, but I don't care. You know, I live in Silver Spring. 
There's a CVS and a giant little complex right there, okay? And the very first time I was in a hurry, I went and I, I parked my car and I ran to the metro. I came back. My car was gone. I was in D.C. for like three weeks. I was like, Christ, my car stolen. I start crying. I start crying. And this brother comes up to me and he was like, what's up? Where's your car? I was like, I don't know, man. I don't know. I just moved here. Blah, blah, blah. He's like, hey, you know, you parked it illegally. I called in. It's been towed. I start, I start shaking his hand saying, thank you. Thank you, because I'm so happy that it hasn't been stolen, that it's just towed. I, I can't believe you were crying like a little bitch. I was crying like a girl. Dude, I just moved to D.C. I didn't have any friends. I didn't have a job yet. And my car had gotten stolen. And now I'm going to say, it is stolen. It is stolen. My car is stolen right now, and it's being held for ransom. Michigan tags still? What, what tags you got on yours? I'd rather not discuss that. Right? Well, I mean, they're not Washington, D.C. tags, right? No. That's a target, dude. They'll do that to you every couple months. God damn. My get, get yourself some new tags. I don't have them. I haven't put them on yet. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, you idiot. Mike, welcome into the hideout. You had them when I moved out here. I know. Uh, what's up, Mike? Yeah, man. A few years ago, I, uh, I was about 18, and I borrowed my dad's car to go to a friend's house in College Park. And I was there for about half hour. I walked up. The car was gone, so... He gave me a ride, we found that number, called, found out where it was. It was about 30 minutes away. It's about 1 in the morning. And they're about to close. We get there, and they had told me it was 140 on the phone. There was this one dude there when I got there, and he started saying 175. And he tried to jack me for the extra, you know, the difference. And I was like, come on, you guys said it was 140. I had to go to New Kim with my friend, borrow more money to get my car out. They really do hold it for ransom, man. I'm telling you, and you have to agree with me, Mike. Okay, what can I do? You know, it's 1 a.m. I gotta get my dad's car home. Exactly, and they know that, and they take advantage of it. And again, you know, they had the guy who called earlier, Ken, who said, you know, some of these drivers do great things. They help people on the side of the road, but they, there are a lot of them. It's corrupt. It's a goddamn racket. Hold on, hold the mic there. Mike, um, when, you, uh, when you took your dad's car out, how, what kind of car was it? Like, what, it was a really nice uh, luxury type car. Uh, it was like one of the, a big Lincoln. Yeah, and they see a kid coming in to uh, get it. They know it's probably the dad's car or the mom's car. And they're like, "All right, I can get a few extra bucks out of this guy because he's not going to bitch. He just wants the car back." Oh, I'm sure they saw a look of panic on my face when I got there. Yeah, and that's just the other thing too. I got to go, still go get my car. I'll tell you this though. Next week on the show, we're going to call these mother effers on the air. We're going to call them on the air and ask them why it is they're running an illegal business. Because I'm just going to say it now. Thanks, Mike. Yeah. The revolution starts with the hideout. Real quick, Carl, what's up, bro? Hey, man, how you doing? Hey, hi, Carl. Hey, man. <laughs> hey, uh, you need to uh, quit your bitching and go get your car because they're charging you impound fees all weekend. My niece just wrecked her car. It was there for two days. 250 beans. That's, that's the thing, though. Like, he had to get to work. I had to go pick him up. We got here, seriously, when the show opened started. As soon as the show opened started, we got And they said $114 now, if you get every 24 hours, uh, the, the price is going to go up by 20 bucks. Exactly. So, it's going to cost you an arm and a leg by the time you go get it. Jesus. Thank, hey, thanks for helping, Carl. So what, yeah, right. <laughs> so what you need to do. What, Later, bro. What you need to do is break in, use your other key, steal the car, and then sue the hell out of him. I'm serious, bro. I want to take some sort of illegal action. <laughs> Steve, welcome to the hideout. You think I'm joking? I'm livid. What's up, hey, bro? Hey, guys. How you doing? What up? All right, here's the gig. Tow truck drivers are scams. I own an automotive repair shop, and I deal with tow trucks all the time. If a tow truck, if your car is impounded, a tow, tr a tow company that has an impound lot, is they're licensed to 
to do it within a certain zone. They cannot tow a car out of an area that is or, or from someplace that's out of their zone. So we got to find out where they were zoned to. It has to be documented in the, the impound lot somewhere. So we go there, we ask, what are you guys zoned to? Uh, can we see the, the documents on what you're zoned it's to? It's still on the wall, just like okay. your business license. All right, thanks. If, thanks. if they tow your car out of a zone, mm -hmm. they have stolen your car. Call the police and press charges. Awesome. Thank you, bro. You're awesome. Thank you, man. All right. Thank you, buddy. Scott, real quick, welcome to the hideout. Hey, how you guys doing? Uh, as you can tell, not too great. Man, I live in this big apartment complex, brand new, up in Rockville. I don't know if I share the name. Can I say the name on the air? Eh, I don't know, because I don't know if you're lying or not. Just just go ahead and tell your story. All right, so they got, it's a huge community, and they have no parking, like just zero. You have to park out on the roads, behind their community center, all that stuff. Oh, that's the other thing, too, they, about my apartment complex. They charge you an arm and a leg for a pass, and they sell yep. everybody in this place a pass, and there's never any parking there. And that's another reason. Oh, all right, go ahead, Scott. Yeah, I, I feel you already. I'm feeling you, bro. Go ahead. Oh, yeah, I actually paid 100 bucks for my parking pass. Now, they have my building has three stores, and there's nine apartments in it. There's parking in front of the house, which is on the main street, behind the house, which is completely off the street. Just got a letter in my mailbox the other day. People have been parking behind the house where there's tons of room and you're not in anybody's way, but they will tow your car. There's no signs posted at all. They will tow your car from there if you're parked there. I see people parking there every night, and a tow truck comes through. 1.30 in the morning, every night, tows at least one person. And they, you know how much they charge? What? 200 bucks. See, this is a scam, man. To me, this is some oh, sort yeah. of... Oh, yeah. It's a total scam. I mean, it's along the same lines of giving tickets out. It's along the same lines of, uh, you know, that kind of thing where it's... You, all right, so you missed your meter. Like, that's the other horrible thing. Let's say you went, you put money in the meter, you come back two minutes late. Too late. You already got a $50 ticket. $50 ticket for being two minutes late, not throwing an extra nickel in the meter. Some people argue, hey, man, that's the rules. But at other times, there's got to be some sort of leniency. Final call on this, our good buddy Cheeseface. Cheeseface, you had an experience. What's up, bro? Well, first of all, I was on hold. I thought of another word for it. Car napping. Oh, car napping. Yeah. That's not a bad one. I'm telling you, next week we're going to call these sons of bitches once I have my car back in my possession, and we're going to F with them. Uh, what, how did your car get car napped? It's got, from a... From the, from the studio there, when I was at one of the events, downstairs, uh, I went back across the street to my car and uh, yeah, at, at our movie night. Oh, at the yeah. movie night, you were up here and you had your car. I remember that now. I do yeah. remember that. And how much did it cost you? Sent me back 115. It was a great night though, with Ryan Fez, though, right? Maybe not worth 115, <laughs> but yeah, other than that, it was just peachy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cheese. Good to talk to you, buddy. Now you were talking about uh, people getting uh, getting uh, car tickets for parking too long when they're just parked like two minutes over. I've seen people. I've seen uh, meter maids out there, you know, uh, waiting, just watching the seconds go down so they can start writing that ticket. Me and my friend took a bunch of quarters and uh, followed them around and did that one day. They get pissed. That's so awesome. That, and they, they tell you it's illegal. That's like, not illegal. And uh, one time, uh, one time they pulled into this parking area, which all everything was metered. They parked in a spot, and they started uh, writing tickets. 
So we went over and wrote a fake ticket on theirs because they didn't pay their meter. And that's what I'm talking about. We need some sort of a revolution like that. You know, how could you do that for towing trucks, though? I mean, is there anything you could do? Other than if you see somebody getting towed and you don't think they deserve it, lying down in front of the car and saying, no, it's not going to happen, pull a Tiananmen Square, no, not this time, you fascist, communist uh, form of stealing. You know what? If you ever see a tow truck, you know, just uh, just parked illegally for some reason, like, you know, they, they park illegally just like anybody else does. I wish there was some place where you could just go buy boots, you know, and just boot a tow truck, you know, just so they can't move it. And call some other tow company to come tow them. <laughs> that would be great. All right. Well, there. I, I thank you for everybody participating. I feel like I've gotten it off my chest a little bit. I feel just a little bit better. Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna take a break and we're gonna come back. It's a hideout. <laughs> That one's for you, Bateman. Tommy's a fag. Tommy's a virgin. All right, welcome back to the Hideout Mixtape. I'm Oddball running the ship tonight. And up next we have Pizza Roll Roulette. This is from back when Sideshow was running the board. And in order to win beer, he must play Pizza Roll Roulette. What's Pizza Roll Roulette, you ask? Well, why don't we listen and find out? I'm a little thrown off. <clears throat> Because last segment, I went to a whole rant about how gay the show is and how I wanted to move the show away from that. And in the middle, uh, a few segments ago, Dubs was talking about how he and Shafee, our buddy from Detroit who was on the show last weekend, had this overnight guy when we were all working in the same cluster who used to come over and steal their pizza rolls during their shift. They got pissed and tired of it, so what they decided to do is they stick a couple of the pizza rolls down their pants, two out of the five, and then they decide they're going to bring the guy over, and he ate the pizza rolls unknowingly. Uh, Dubs and Shafee would call this pizza roll roulette. What I have to say is going to become a regular game on El Jefe's Hideout. <laughs> so now we have Sideshow, who has his <laughs> second night uh, helping to run the board. <laughs> Everybody has to earn a hideout pass. We spit in Fidel's face. Um, what else have we done to other members of this show? Nothing. I think it's really the people we don't like. <laughs> Thanks. So here he is. <clears throat> Sideshow. We decided, we've put, we've put this on the line. Jason from DeadMoneyPokerClub.com. By the way, the leader in the Pizza for Plugs contest, I'd say this is three now, three weekends that DeadMoneyPokerClub.com is uh, just running away with the Pizza for Plugs title. Three for three. Because not only did he bring us pizza the last two weekends, he brought us pizza rolls when we were talking about this. So, Sideshow, you should actually be thanking Jason here for this. Oh, thank you so much. So here's what we have done. Dubs has five pizza rolls laid out here on the counter. All numbered, one through five. And three of them have been put down Dubs' pants to marinate during the Marilyn Manson mandatory Manson that you just heard. With that, three of them have been down Dubs' pants. One of them is the special one, which will get Sideshow a 24-pack of beer. The other one is just the plain one, the wild card. 
Nothing. Nothing happens. He just puts it in his mouth. To take on top of all this, uh, Sideshow is a vegetarian. So we're not going to make you eat these, but you have to place them in your mouth just one of them. for 30 seconds. Now, I saw you whenever you came in here. You were actually scoping uh, the different pizza rolls, looking for hints. Uh, were you looking for dingleberries? I, I was just trying to see if there was any different marks on one than the other. Now, if we can make this a little bit more interesting, he puts it in his mouth, keeps it in there, takes it out, and he decides if he wants to keep on going and try to get that 12-pack of beer or 24-pack of beer, <laughs> or he can just stop and think, say, okay, I'm going to take my chances with the I got the one with the beer. But he'll be taking more chances of getting a sideshow. What do you think? It's up to him after he puts the first one in his mouth. They have nothing to lose. I, I want, my question here is, can I smell them? No. I can't smell them. No, you can't. You can go ahead. No. No, 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 Because you have a very distinct smell, Dubs. I, I showered right before I came here. But you know what Dubs does when he showers? He puts the same underwear on. And he'll do that for three straight days. Not this time. I changed my underwear, too. Everything's been changed. Oil's been changed. I still don't want him to smell them. Okay. So, really, he's eating nothing. Well, all right. I, I don't want to get too graphic, but I, <clears throat> my boys hang a little down and end up. Okay. <laughs> okay. So he is eating some <laughs> sweat more than anything else. Sweat and what? Sweat. I forward too. Great. Are you ready? Sideshow. One through five. A little music to make you feel like what you're doing is uh, somehow important. Here it is. El Jefe's Hideout, Pizza Roll Roulette. Three out of five have been down Dubs' pants. One of them gets Sideshow, a 24-pack of beer. And one of them, nothing. As you look through one through five, Sideshow. Yeah. Is there anyone in particular that you're looking at that looks, that looks extra special good to you? <laughs> Any of them catching your eye? One's got a little uh, white thing on them. <laughs> Another one has a red thing on them, and one just has a little smooth wet spot on it, so I, you know. Go for it. All right. Eeny, meeny, miny, moe. The 24-pack is right here. Number five. Hold it for 30 seconds. Now, in your mouth. <laughs> in your mouth could either be... What is pinned down Dubs' pants? <laughs> Look at his face. Look at his... You can, you can like, make little grunts, too. Tell me what you're thinking. Uh, yes, you hold it in your mouth. What do you think? How's it taste? <laughs> no, you can't. It hasn't been 30 seconds yet. He's got his eyes closed. He never knew when 30 seconds started. All right, go ahead. You can take it out now. He took number five. Do you want to keep going? Do you want to know what it is? Or do you want to keep going? So you you won't tell me right now? If, if, you, if you No, I won't tell you right now if you keep going. But we'll tell you right now if you want to stop. You've got a 24-pack of beer on the line. So basically what I could do is I could go through like as many as I want to get the 24-pack. Yeah. But you'll know that you had it. Yeah. This is giving you a guarantee. I'll do one more. One All right. more? All right. 
three. All right, number three. 30 seconds. This is bad. Come on. I love you. I love you, Sideshow. Get in there and do it for Mick. Hold it. Hold it between your teeth. Put it in your mouth and hold it. (laughs) Take it out. Take it out. (laughs) Sideshow. Do you want to know? You want to keep going? No. That's it. No whammy. No whammy. All right. Sideshow. Just so you know, are you ready right, to now find out? Let's go through the ones that he didn't. Okay. Number one was down my pants. So good for you for yeah. thinking no. Good. Number two was not down my pants. Uh, so let's think of that. You've taken two now. So number one was down his pants. Number two was not down his pants. This leaves you eight, three, and five. Now, either both three and five were down his pants, and number four, which you did not pick, was the 24-pack, four, 24-pack, or one of the two that you put in your mouth wins you the 24-pack of beer sideshow. I feel sick. All right. <laughs> Should we go with number three now? Go with number three now. Number three was down my pants. Number three, which was in your mouth, was down J-Dub's pants. I knew it. How could you tell? I tell. I, I, just, <laughs> I was shaking. I knew Describe it. Describe it. It was dis- disgusting. It had a terrible... It felt weird on my tongue. <laughs> I knew it. I was spitting all over the place. <sighs> all right. That's what Dubs' cute little girl has to deal with. It's so weird. You look, you look dirty. Even when you shower, you look all greasy and disgusting. Number four. Now, here's the thing. This is the big one. This is either did you put it in your mouth, the one that had another one, did you have two in your mouth that were down Dubs' pants and win nothing, or uh, did you end up winning the, five, the, the 24 pack? What was number four, J-Dubs? Number four was in my pants. Woo! The thing is, if you would have stopped after the first one, you would have gotten the 24 back and not had to put some... Oh. <laughs> the thing is, as Jason from DeadMoneyPokerClub.com is sitting here with me and Dubs, and you choose number five first, which was the 24 pack, we all look at each other, and the great thing is you had your eyes closed. You had your eyes closed, oh. trying to imagine whether or not what was in your mouth was down Dubs' pants. We're sitting here going, what do we do now? What do we do now? He wins the 24-pack. This is no good for the bit. Dubs, being the genius that you are up top, off the top of his head decides, do you want to stop now or do you want to keep going? So after the first one, you won the 24-pack. Dubs conned you <laughs> into going one step further and sticking a pizza roll in your mouth for 30 seconds that had been down his pants. Well done. Well done. <laughs> so not only did you have uh, the pepperoni pizza in your mouth, but you had uh, some of Dubs' pepperoni in your Thanks mouth. Thanks for reminding me. That, some of Dubs' pepperoni was in your mouth. How does that feel? Can I go to the bathroom? No, not yet. I think we want to go a little bit longer with this segment. <laughs> longer? Ladies and gentlemen, you have just witnessed Pizza Roll Roulette. Yay! Another exclusive on El Jefe's Hideout, 106.7 WJFK. 
If you want to leave, you can. Do you want to go ahead and go and wash your mouth out? A little wash out. All right, go ahead, bro. I don't think we take care of work. You're going to come back, right? There he goes. Sideshow. Earning his hideout pass. What's he going to say when he finds out I don't have enough money for a 24-pack on me? <laughs> I don't have any money. Do you? I'm broke, man. <laughs> He's going to have to collect on Monday. <laughs> I'll let him take home the wine that Jason from DeadMoneyPokerClub.com made for me. He's just now probably hearing this as he's in the bathroom washing it. You should pay him an installment plan. So you should give him like a beer on Monday, maybe like two beers on Wednesday. Hey, how about this? How about we double or nothing? We got three left and two pizza rolls that have been down your pants. If he picks the right one, he'll get 48 beers. We'll just buy him a keg. Want me to, want me to mix these up then? Yeah, mix them up. He know he's not going to do it. I feel so bad for the kid. Uh-huh. What is it? What is it that people who come in here and do... Honestly, Dubs, what is it that the people who come in here and do stuff for no, free he, for us... I can't, I can't do that because he already noticed that the one... Really? Yeah. He, know, he knows how they look now. And the, and the calls are coming. John, welcome into the hideout. Hey, I mean, I'm sitting here listening with my girlfriend right now. Mm-hmm. We can't really figure out why you enjoy being as gay as... You know, and let's, let's analyze that for a second. What is it that's so funny about pizza roll roulette? I mean, when you think about the actual game itself, the fact that you stick three out of five pizza rolls down your pants and con, con your coworker into sticking them in his mouth for 30 seconds. What, that's not funny to you? I mean, it's funny, but... Well, that's all I need to know. Thank you so much for the phone call. Thank you for validating El Jefe's hideout, specializing in homoerotic humor. Wow, Dubs. I don't know how much further we can take this. I don't know where we could go from here. Only ten minutes left until we can get to the quote-unquote FCC safe hours. I think we should have saved the uh, petrol roulette for that time, too. You think so? No, it's fine. Is it fine? Okay. Yeah. Well, you look all worried now. I am a little. <laughs> really? Why? I don't know. It just worries me just a little bit. No. There's nothing wrong with sticking food down your pants. Having <laughs> someone else eat it? Co-worker? He'd actually eat it, so I think we're safe. There's Sideshow. Hey, buddy. Yay! You doing all right? Feeling better. Are you? Yeah. You're not going to sue us, are you? No. Okay. We have that on tape. <laughs> mark that as... <laughs> mark uh, that for best of. Mark that, yeah. Mark that for the mixtape and uh, for legal as well. <laughs> he already said he's not going to sue. Do you feel gay? I feel weird. I don't know if it's a gay feeling or what. It just, yeah, I feel weird. Do you, do you feel like we violated you? A tad bit. <laughs> now, I'll tell you why. Because when I spit it out, that uh, that one that was one, I saw a little piece of hair come out of that one. Solid. <laughs> that, that was, that's why I was looking down that whole time. I, I feel very accomplished. You really, should, you really shouldn't get on a J. Dubs fact, because really, he increased your odds. Yes, you hit it on the first time. But, you know, he was doing you a favor. He increased your odds in your mind of winning the beer. And this guy, he's in the whole, like, gambling thing, Jason from DeadMoneyPokerClub.com. He knows it's all about increasing your odds. You did that. You did what you would need to do if you were playing a game of real roulette uh, or any poker, blackjack, whatever advantage you can take when you're playing a game. Like your Barry Bonds and steroids in baseball. Whoever. 
you got to take the advantage if it's given for you. And I'm telling you, that's why you're going to go a long way in this business, son. Because you're willing to take the advantage. Because you're willing to take the extra pizza roll. Yeah, the one with <laughs> hair on it, Dub's hair. That's what you're about. Don't let anybody else tell you otherwise either. you got to be proud of that. In fact, I don't like the nickname Sideshow. From now on, you're <laughs> sweat. Sweat? It's El Jefe, J-Dubs, and <laughs> sweat on the hideout. <laughs> All right, bro. We'll take a break. We'll come back. It's the hideout. Welcome back into the hideout. This is Oddball. I'm hosting the hideout mixtape on 106.7 WJFK. Up next, Pepe's brother recalls a time he lost his virginity with a woman he met via the Internet while her boyfriend was watching. Confused? So am I. Let's listen to the segment and figure out what the hell is going on. I don't even remember how we got into it last week. We were talking about, and this actually comes up a lot because I'm a horny guy and I don't like to go out and meet people. In, in fact, I'm going to have an excursion out and about on the town a little bit later on. I think uh, when we were talking about Alyssa, it kind of led into all this. That's right, because yeah. she was looking for people online. And then um, Robert, a.k.a. Chalk City Mail, <laughs> called up and told us about all these Internet sites that he found, some for fetishes and others for just like swingers, and he was telling me he's banged like uh, he's been so many three ways and four ways. Where four it's, ways. It's him and three chicks. They just all meet in a hotel room. They have these gatherings. In fact, Johnny Punani, who's sitting to my right on your radio dial, had the same situation where he's at least been online and looked at these things. He found a girl from Dallas that he went all the way down to bang. And in addition to that, he heard about these just group meetings where people would pick this one hotel. Everybody would get there, and they'd go round and round and have sex with each other in different rooms. Now, Punani, Sorry. I want to know this. Yes. <clears throat> how did you afford to fly down to Dallas just to bang a chick? And how often did you do it again? It was like once a month for a little over a year. So, yeah. How did you afford that? <laughs> Horny guys find money, man. You know that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, come on, get, you've both been there. I mean, you're going to the blood bank, and he's trying to get $25 a week. How much, how much do you get for 25 bucks? You know, a pint of blood, get the plasma out. Whatever it took, man. You really did all that yeah. to go meet a chick that you found online to bang her. Yeah, especially after the first time, man. I definitely went back down. You know, I was like, damn. So last week, stuff. I was this jogged my memory of something. Now, my brother, AJ, he told me this story one time when I came back from Texas Tech. He goes to Oklahoma University. OU. Go Sooners. We were home from vacation. We were back in the back of the, uh, the house swimming. And he was like, dude, I finally did it. I finally lost my virginity. So he lost his virginity in college. AJ. Yeah. Hey, buddy. Welcome into the high. How you doing, bro? Hey, thanks, man. It's been a long time. Yeah, no kidding. Um, AJ's actually my stepbrother, but he's like a bro. You know, yeah. I guess that's the way it's supposed to work out anyway. How are things down in Oklahoma, man? Uh, weather's nice. The uh, school year just kicked off. It's going kind of easy, so it's all good. What are you majoring in again? I'm a uh, sociology. No. How, how old are you? I'm 22. 22? Now, how did the brother with the radio voice not get on the radio? <laughs> I'm not sure how that happened. AJ does have a better voice than me. AJ, do you smoke? I'm not going to no. tell Mom or Dad. No? No. You drinking a lot of whiskey? Uh, not so much whiskey. Okay. But other... What are you drinking? Uh, 
just vodka, uh, some. Uh, that's the that's the college drink, the vodka. Black, you know, stuff like that. You doing the Grey Goose or the stuff that you can squeeze out of a bottle? <laughs> uh, just like straight um, out of a bottle, usually. Okay, so AJ tells me this story and try to recreate the story if you can about how you lost your virginity because this was I couldn't believe you did this. <laughs> well, sometimes I can't believe I did either. Um, it was after my first year in college. I was like 19. I just, you know, walked around all year looking at these hot chicks, you know, sorority girls bouncing around, you know. So it makes a guy kind of anxious. And how many times? How many times did you punch the clown and work the man when you were in college? Uh, like, I I have to take like a fourth level math class to figure out all the times, man. I can't even count. <laughs> you gotta work. Now you were a virgin all the way up until this incident we're about to talk about, correct? Uh, correct. Yeah. You never got any play in high school. Oh, let me let you in on my stepbrother, AJ. He's very, very, he's not nerdy. I don't think he's a nerd at all, but he's very quiet. He's very reserved. He's very smart. Like, originally you went to OU for what? I was a computer engineering. Like, he was, I mean, he was big into the video games. He had every single video game system, even Jaguar, the yeah. stupid Atari a uh, 32-bit system or 64-bit system that they came out with. We used to sit around all the time playing Final Fantasy, Aliens versus Predator. Hell yeah! I was a real winner, huh? Oh yeah. <laughs> that, of course I was. <laughs> now look at me. So anyway, so it was after your freshman year of college at uh, OU, and then what happened? Well, uh, on the summer, I think I had found some just websites, like you said, the swinger sites. I, there was one in particular I found, and so I just hung out in the chat room a lot. And then, like, nothing happened. You sound like Funani. It sounds very familiar, man. <laughs> <laughs> but I started 20 years later. All right, go ahead. And uh, so anyway, like, I don't know, I was in the chat rooms hanging out, talking to girls, and some were just, eh, you know, how girls are, they're flighty, and they just like, eh, whatever. So then towards the end of the summer, though, I happened upon, uh, there was a, I forget how old she was at the time. She was probably like 21, 22. Uh, she was a stripper. And uh, she wanted to have sex with a stranger while her boyfriend watched. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Now, was her boyfriend just watching? Or yeah, he was, was he... watching. He was, like, fully clothed, just... And, like, he put on, like, songs for us, and basically... Uh, <laughs> wait a second, wait a second. Oh, all right, hold on, hold on. You're, you're going... Enigma? You're going, you're going too fast, okay? okay? Okay. So you said you, you found them. You found somebody who wanted to do it, but didn't you guys have to arrange a meeting first? Uh, yeah, we arranged to meet at a restaurant, actually. <laughs> Denny's. And, uh, Papa Do's. Wasn't it yeah. Papa Do's? Papa yeah. Do's is kind of a real... It's, it's like two steps above a Red Lobster... Isn't didn't that where you worked? Yeah, I, I actually worked at a. Oh, <laughs> you brought her to your. <laughs> no, no, I didn't bring her in. It was just like outside, and I didn't work there anymore. I was, I, was, I worked there for like my senior year in high school. Talk about essing at your own house. Yeah, yeah no kidding. <laughs> so okay, so you guys meet, and what was that meeting like? I mean, you're going into a restaurant saying, "All right, do you go in first? You describe, hey, what are you looking at? What are you gonna wear whenever we go to Papa Do's? What's the situation?" Uh, actually, what, uh, I just, you're going a little bit too far. We didn't even get inside, basically. It was, I met the, the boyfriend, actually, outside, and I, I told him what kind of car I drive. I drive a Jeep, so. That's my like, Jeep, by the way. All right. When he... I poured $2,600 into that Jeep in the past two years, so it's my Jeep now. I'll buy it for you from you. Go ahead, Dubs. All right, so when he came up to the window, what did he say to you? And what did you, he... AJ? What did he look like? What did AJ... 
I'm not kidding. And this is no slight to you, AJ. Yeah. In high school, AJ looked like Butthead. <laughs> very pale skin. That, the same hair. Very the same poofy type hair. The same like like look and like um. He looked like an a hole. Not like an a hole because he wasn't. He's not an a hole. I know, but he looked like one. He looked like Butthead. Yeah, Butthead looks like an a hole. So Butthead is sitting in a jeep. Yeah. And this guy walks up. What's the guy look like? I I actually I had gotten there kind of late. Mm -hmm. I think. And the guy just pulled up. We pulled up in. He pulled up in his pickup truck. Like we we're like going down the opposite sides of the parking lot. And he was like just about to leave. Did it have a Confederate kinda, flag? Huh? <laughs> oh, no, go ahead. He kind of just like I don't know. I guess he sized me up or something like that. And he's like, uh, he's like you, you AJ. I was like, uh, yeah. Like, uh, so you ready to do this? <laughs> sure. And he was like, okay, follow me. Did he ask you what your uh, size was? Uh, we have, uh, I think we had talked about that <laughs> Okay, I gotta know. <laughs> do I gotta know what my brother's packing? Yeah. What are you packing, AJ? Like, uh, on a good day, like, at least five and a half to six. That's he's Mexican. Small. That's actually yeah. good for us. <laughs> not too bad. He's, <laughs> half, he's half Mexican and half white, so he's screwed. Yeah. He's not going to get too much there. I don't get some Asian in you, and you, can pull, you have an any if you had some Asian in you, too. What did, what, did he, what did he look like? I mean, he drove a pickup truck. Did he, did he look like, uh, did he have a mullet? Was he clean cut? No, he was pretty clean cut. I think, actually, he was like 29 or 30. He was, like, way older than her. Wow. So... And so, like a pretty clean-cut guy. Looked like he made, you know, decent living. Like that. So, <laughs> Want to do my girlfriend? And, so, you know, and I don't even know where this mentality comes from, where you want to sit there and watch somebody bang your chick. And, of course, you don't ever want somebody big and brooding. So you see Butthead sitting in a Jeep. I'm thinking, all right, this guy isn't going to rock her world too much. I'm down with that. I'll sit in the corner. So you follow him where? Uh, like an apartment complex, basically. And, and so you go inside. Now, was there any initial chatting, or did everybody know what was going to happen? Uh, she knew what was going to happen beforehand. And actually, like, we went to his living room, and she was, like, in the bedroom already. And he's like, oh, just hold on a second. I'll be right back. And Did he ask you if you wanted a beer or? He asked me if I wanted a uh, drink, a little. Uh, An HJ? Uh, MJ. A little. A little HJ. That's what I'm talking about. I wonder if he wanted a a little bit. <laughs> Was he your fluffer? A little bit. <laughs> so, oh my God, AJ. Now, what did she look like? She was she was hot. I had seen pictures, not the face, but the body. Yeah, she had a good oh, she had a good body. Yeah. Now I went onto this website and actually logged the show into one of these websites. I should check and see if we have any hits. If anybody's interested in us, but now, anybody famous that you could compare her to? Uh. No, not really. I mean, big I boobs, big ass. I mean, uh, not not a Mexican big ass, but you know, it was a, <laughs> a J Lo ass, but it was a nice ass. Was uh, she white or what? She white, yeah, she was white. What about the dude? Uh, white as well. And they didn't mind the little Mexican was gonna get it. I guess not. Well, he actually looks pretty white. He looks like Butthead, and Butthead <laughs> don't look Mexican. So, yeah. all right, so you're sitting in the living room now. At this point, honestly, Dubs Punani, I'm thinking. These guys are gonna kill me. But she's gonna come out with a with a cleaver. This oh, guy's yeah. grabbing some rope. They're gonna pulp fiction style, and I'm done. You know what? I don't even know if I could even if I uh, they let me start the act. I don't even know if I could perform just out of pure fear that the guy's gonna come up behind me with uh, with a meat cleaver. So you move into the bedroom, AJ. Yeah. And what happens? 
she's there in like a kind of like a sun, not really a Sunday dress, but just kind of like a slinky dress with like just little a sundress. A sundress. I think that's what they call them. A sundress. It's real light. Yeah. Okay. And uh, she's just on the bed, sort of just you know, hey, how's it going? That kind of stuff. Is this the first time you would actually talk to her? Yeah. And so she's well, like. I think I talked to her online, but actual voice talking, yes. Okay. So you're sitting there, and you're hanging out, and does she what? Does she just says, hey, how's it going? Nice to meet you, or not even any of that? Uh, yeah, some of that, and I think maybe she like laid some just some ground rules, you know, down like uh, just no kissing on the lips. Uh, what? No, I don't understand this. No kissing. I've never understood the rule that kissing means more than oral or anal. You know, I'd be more afraid of uh, no punching in the face, <laughs> no chokeholds, just keep it clean, no uh, no low blows, no dropping bows between my shoulder blades. That's off limits. That's what I'd be worried about. Well, her boyfriend was, you know, a couple sizes bigger than me, so, you know, I wasn't even going to try any of that. I wouldn't even gone over to the house after I saw he was bigger than me. Jesus, too. AJ. All right, so anyway, so you've laid the ground rules. Now what happens? Is the room lit? Excuse me? Is the room lit up? Uh, yeah, it's not. It's I guess you could call it mood lighting. Uh, 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 a lava lamp in the corner there? Uh, may have been. Didn't really notice. <laughs> so what happens? You guys, how do you actually get started? Um, wait, wait, wait. wait. And Before we go any further, do they know you're a virgin? Uh, I believe I told them, yeah. Okay. So she wanted to take your virginity. And her wow. boyfriend wanted to watch it. That might have been part of it, yeah. Holy cow. Wow. That's sick. <laughs> that is sick. So go ahead, bro. So uh, I guess how it started was a little, like, uh, light petting, maybe a little, like... The term petting just seems so wrong. <laughs> it seems like it should have been a priest you were with in a room. <laughs> I would have been... I would have just gone right for it and got right out. Yeah. You know? All right, so, so some light petting, some groping... And where is the boyfriend during this? There's, like, uh, he was, like, next to the bed on, like, a chair with, like, the computer on. Uh, and so he, uh, he told me there's a computer involved in this. Are they are they videoing? No. Videotaping this? I, I, I remember actually looking for this, and there was no webcam. There was no type of surveillance equipment. I mean, at this point... I, I think recognizable. You know, there might have been, like, a teddy bear with shifting eyes staring at me, something like that, but <laughs> that I didn't notice. So, all right, so, anyway, you start the act... Any oral involved? Uh, yeah. She gave you some too? Yeah. How did you. <laughs> so, does she lay down on her back and spread? Yeah, she was uh, spread out there for a little while. And now, you gotta. This is. I never like putting condoms on. In fact, I'll tell you this, Dubs. Whenever I try to put a condom on, I lose it. Yeah. Vigor. And that, I, that's happened to me a few times. And in fact, I can't tell you how many times I've said, screw it, and I can no longer perform. And I'm like, oh, I guess we're out of luck. Not interested. So you're sitting there. you got to put a condom on with the boyfriend sitting in the corner and her there spread eagle. Or did she put it on for you? Uh, no. I, it, it, like you said, I wasn't quite at... <laughs> I, don't, I don't think... Uh, for, uh, probably the whole time, I wasn't really a combination of boyfriend and virginity, and like you said, just goes away. So, but uh, it took a while, but I put it on myself. Now, oh, and the boyfriend. Uh, meanwhile, the music he put on, uh, I remember quite vividly. Jay Z, Big Pimpin. <laughs> no! <laughs> no! 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 You gotta be kidding! No. <laughs> maybe, maybe he was trying to make me feel better, you know. Oh. Um. 
Are you serious? Dude, this guy was definitely thinking about you later when he... Oh, it, you know? oh. I'm so uncomfortable right now. I just... Uh, this. How long did the actual event take you? Actual event? Uh, probably, like, I don't know, maybe, like, ten minutes. You went ten minutes ten your first time. time? Well, like I said, I was nervous. I wasn't quite... So it was kind of harder to get all that sensation and whatnot. <laughs> there it is. Are you in the mood? Every time you hear Jay-Z, do you get a... Oh, man, don't get me started. <laughs> you, you take... You take a... All right, I can't even... I can't even compose myself talking to my stepbrother and how he likes his identity. So you're railing away to Big Pimpin'. Was she into it? Do you think that she was able to complete? Did she uh, seem like she did? Uh, she seemed like she was into it. I don't know if she ever got that far. What about the boyfriend? What was he doing in the corner? Just watching? Oh, I wasn't looking at him too much, but... I would have had one eye on him the whole time. I swear to God, I'd have been looking to see if he had a gun or a cleaver. He would, he would have thought I was thinking of him while I have been... Staring at yeah. him the whole time. I would have been doing, like, the thing from uh, Meet My meet my uh, Folks or whatever, or Meet My Parents, where he puts two, uh, two uh, fingers at his eyes and points at him. You and me, baby. Was there any talking during it? Uh, not really so much, no. I don't know. It seemed like it seemed like it was this, this was definitely like the boyfriend's idea, you know. Like he was she was just doing it for him mostly, and being a stripper, she doesn't have the highest morals, I guess I would say. No, you can't so, say that. All right, wait. Well, not, Big, not in general, true, but this one, yeah. Big pimping is a uh, four-minute song. What other song was in there? That's the only one I remember. <laughs> okay, so you finish. And this is what I've always wondered about whenever you finish. What do you do now? I mean, that's got to be... I mean, it's so uncomfortable and awkward leading up. So you're actually having the sex. I can see where you put the whole scenario out of your head as to what's going on. And you're just focusing on the chick, banging the chick. But you actually complete. What do you do? How do you react? Yeah, basically it was a little uncomfortable. Um, well, she was sort of just... Uh, he moved over, I guess, and... Uh, talking to the boyfriend a little bit, and actually, uh, she kind of—I think she, she kind of wanted me to go, mostly because I had been told before that we only had an hour because she actually had a set she had to go do. <laughs> so this was in between her stripping. Basically, yeah. So did you just get up and leave? Something. Did you just get up and leave? You got to. Uh, well, what, yeah. what do you say afterwards? I didn't really say much. I was just. I was kind of relaxed, I guess you could say. All right. What did the boyfriend say to you right after you finished? Good job, bud. Did he, like that, did he slap you on the ass and say, away"? <laughs> <laughs> or did you give each other one of those Bass Brother forearm things like Mark McGuire and Jose Canseco used to do? <laughs> or, or did you bump chest <laughs> as you're walking out the room? What up, bro? I'm out of here. I rocked your world. We out, bitch. What did you say? Uh, he was trying to, I guess, like, he was still, he knew it was kind of uncomfortable for me, and so he was just trying to make me feel sort of comfortable, no contact, no ass slapping or anything like that, but he was just like, oh, okay, you want something to drink or whatever, you know, he, she kind of was just like, you know, leave, and oh yeah, she also told me, like, not to follow her to, like, her, where she works, like, I even cared. So you, you, and did you ever try to hook back up with them again? Uh, I think I saw them online on the website. Like, oh, I got back on it a couple times. I saw them, and I just had said hey, and they were like, 
And I said, oh, well, is there a chance of doing it again? And they're like, no. Wow. Rejected, yeah, like a one-time bro. thing. So let me ask you, how you're, many... You're not a stranger anymore. There's, the thrill's gone. Yeah. How many women have you been with in your life, brother? Uh, besides, including that? Of course, including that. Horse uh, count. Horse strippers. I'd say, I guess I've been uh, intimate. Maybe not necessarily sex, but just intimate with, like, four girls. My, my oh, brother is such a loser. Well, how, how many of you have well, Yeah, right. come on. What about you? One girl. All right, so I've been with one. It's not that big a deal. Well, all right, bro. Um, are you with somebody now? Yeah, I got a girlfriend. We've been going out almost two years. And is she there with What's you? your boyfriend think? Does he hear her boyfriend watch you? <laughs> He's a good guy. <laughs> no. Do, uh, did she, does she know about this and what happened to you? I, I told her about it like before we were even dating. Oh. And she kind of thought less of me. Of course oh, she geez. would. Why would you ever tell her? Because I didn't even, at the time, I didn't even consider dating her. And actually, I told her that, oh, my step broke home. He, we want to talk about it on the show. And so I was kind of in the doghouse for just a little few days up to this. Wow, man. Well, good for you, brother. But she's a good girl. What's she look like? Beavis? Yeah. <laughs> no. Beavis a butthead walking around the campus of OU <laughs> yelling, go Sooners. <laughs> you want to do it? <laughs> do it. All right, bro. Well, AJ, uh, love you like a brother. <laughs> good stuff, man. Take way, care. Way to go, cowboy. All right, thanks a lot. All right, we'll see you, AJ. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> Look at my bra, man. Is that sad? I don't know if it's sad. I don't know. It's kind of turned on. Has that happened to you, Punani? Nothing like that. No, God. And it, Do you I, wish it, something would like that happen to you? I, you know, I'll be honest. I don't think... Nah, I, I mean, the one time I had the potential for the threesome, you know, it was two chicks. It, what it was is I had a roommate, and he was a male model, and he used to bring chicks over all the time. And these two chicks came over. One was a model. The other one was, you know, fairly good looking. And they both, I guess he did them both, and then they ended up in my bedroom walking in, and I was like, no, <laughs> sorry. Why? Because I, I draw, a pee, my, draw a pee on my forehead and call me because I would just, no way. You, I, I'd rather draw a well, G I, for gay. I don't think. I, it could be. I, I just, there's no way I was doing three. Or I don't think things. he wanted his roommate's bomb dropped on him, you know? No, wait a second, though. He said there's no way he'd want two chicks. I, well. I, I, I whipped out. I, I don't know. Right now, I, I don't know if I could do it. I don't know. With two chicks in the room, they would. I don't know. How long ago was this? Ten years ago. Well, we got two, we got two chicks that are here that we're going to bring in in a second. No, well, this could change real quick. Um, <laughs> we should see if he's able to get excited with two chicks oh, in the room. Oh, I get excited, and I mean the fantasies go wild. But man, when you're actually faced with that situation, <laughs> who's going to test it though? Who's going to see if it's really uh, excited? <sighs> Punani, what do you think? I want to see if we can get excited with two chicks in the room, no? Yeah, let's do that. It's kind of funny. Dude, I didn't take my Viagra today. Levitra, they're a proud sponsor of the Redskins Radio Network. Wow. All right. I'm a little thrown off, bro. we got to take a break. We're not going to be able to get to our virginity stories tonight. Maybe we'll tell them a little bit later on in the evening. It's Matt Albert. Hey, hey, hey. What's up, bro? Well, I just got to say one thing to Punani. Uh-oh. Stop. Instant messaging me, dude. I haven't even I haven't been online all week. What are you talking about? He's IMing me, tell, telling me to talk to my sister about it. Matt Albert, give me a break. <laughs> Matt give Albert, me a break. Matt Albert and his sister. Oh, let's let's solve this right now. What is what is the screen name? Hold on a second. Matt Albert and his sister came in 
Was it last weekend? Yeah, last weekend. That's when we did the wet T-shirt contest. So his, Matt Albert's sister was pretty hot. So Punani here has been IMing you, asking about your sister, huh? Yeah. I'm getting set up. This is so bad. She was a sweet piece of chocolate. Yeah, she was. I've never had chocolate. What? Never had it, man. I tell you what. Yeah, uh -huh. tastes great, bro. Okay. Less filling. It's good stuff. So, anything else, Matt Albert? Yeah. Um, I was in school once, and this guy and this chick was in the back of the classroom, and I see her hand going back and forth, and apparently she was giving them an. And I keep staring at them, keep staring at them, and they look at me. Like I'm doing something wrong. <laughs> that, Matt Albert, man, it's etiquette, man. You don't stare at people when they're getting it on. Of course you do, because you know they want to be looked at. Oh, that's so wrong. Did, uh, did you ever have that happen at school, Dubs? There was this one kid, I forgot his name, but he was really creepy. In fact, I'll tell you exactly who he looked like. DJ Qualls, the guy from Road Trip. Okay, yeah. And those other movies, the next guy or popular guy or whatever that really bad movie. Uh, the new guy. The new guy. Yeah. He looks exactly like, like this guy. And I swear to you, he whips it out in the middle of class and just starts punching it. <laughs> and for no, no regard of anything that's going on, just starts punching it. It was in the back of geometry class, Miss... Uh, I, I can't remember what her name was, but she was the, the coach's wife, the, the football coach's wife. And everybody's like, you got to be kidding me. What are you doing? And so needless to say, the rest of the year, this dude was, you know. All right. This is a, this is a pure hick story. And this didn't happen in Fowlerville, but the town next to it, Weberville. This is a really quick story. Michigan. Yeah. They, uh, this kid was caught doing a pig in agriculture class. They say that the pig... Uh, closest thing to no, that's it. cheap. Uh, <laughs> all right, you would know. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, and then the teacher made him go up. I don't know if I can say this and say, "Hi, state your name." I fornicated with a pig. They made him say it in class. Yes. What happened to this kid in Fowlerville, Michigan? Weberville, Michigan. Weberville, Michigan. He became uh, a pig farmer. Yeah, he's a, he actually is a farmer now. He went to he went to state agriculture, Michigan State Agriculture. He got into college. Yeah. Well, it's Michigan State. I don't know if you could really call it college. How uh, dare you? But wow, how would yeah. you even? That's like letting a a pedophile become a teacher. Yeah. Next time you're sucking on a pork chop. Isn't is it not though? Isn't that the same thing? If he if he was bang, bestiality, I don't, I, I I'm gonna say it's not as bad as pedophilia. Well, no, it's not the same thing, but that's equating it. That's like, or you you keep you catch some guy with a pig, and then he goes on to be a farmer. That's like catching some guy doing something with a little kid, and he goes on to be a teacher. It just doesn't seem right. How are you guys doing? What's up, bro? Doing all right. Not much. Hey, uh, I really like you guys' show. You guys are great. Uh, I was just wondering, you kind of dropped the ball. You never gave out your brother's website, the one that he found that girl on. You know, I don't want to give out. I don't even know what it was because, I mean, this is years yeah. back. It's probably hey, shut it's down. it's all about promotions, my friend. The Internet's still young. Well, let me tell you this, though. Let me give you the website that this guy emailed to me right. that I registered the show on. www.adultfriendfinders.com. Okay. Try that one and look for the hideout. We're on there. I don't want any Johnsons. I don't want any Johnsons faking and trying to, you know, get us all hot and horny here either. All right. Well, all you guys stay away from the damn site. Taking a break. Coming back. It's the hideout. I'll be smacking my holes. Everyone knows it goes. Kick them to the floor. Step on them hard. Step on them hard. Kick them to the floor. Cause I 
I be smacking my hoes. I be smacking my hoes. I be smacking my hoes. Not interested.